Now, this is again on my phone and my understanding from the technologist that I know here is, is that it's something to do with there's so many people here during um, Govardhan Pujan Kartik that the phones just shut off. So uh, just bear with me. If it does, send me a note uh, and I'll backtrack a few seconds and then get on. So I'm still reading from Ramananda Samgad, but it's also Govardhan um, Puja. And uh, if you want, I'll, I'll speak to Rati. Maybe we can do something on the morning of Prabhupada's disappearance there in the afternoon. So let me just um, get up to where we are here in the, um, what I'm teaching daily here, and then uh, kind of catch up with it. You know. Reading from the Anjulila, Shaitanya Charitamrita, Chapter 8, Text 58. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Vanasama. No. Prabhu Kahi Padar Shloka. 57. Sadhya Nirnoi, Roh Kohe Swadharma Charane, Vishnu Bhakti Koi. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu ordered Ramananda Roy, ordered Ramananda Roy, recite a verse from the revealed scriptures concerning the ultimate goal of life. Ramananda Roy replied, if one executes the prescribed duties of his social position, he awakens his original Krishna consciousness. Omigyana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Nulatamyena Tadasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Taitanya Mano Bhishtam Sapitam yena bhutale, sayam rupa kadamayam, dadati svapadantikam. We'll stop there. So again, if it goes off, I'll be right. So you figure here I got about five minutes or something. Um, yeah, so it's Govardhan Puja here, and uh, this Govardhan community is just expanding so much. I went over to uh, the other side of the hill. We're right near the hill. There's this beautiful section where the Govardhan Retreat Center you know, had their little function, and Bori Prabhu and Sachinandana Swami. I guess the, the, the main point 
that I got in this, you know, Govardhan Lila, listening to Board Jumper when Sachinandan Swami is, is Krishna is the ultimate God or Krishna is the ultimate shelter. And he's a person. I think it's so important to, in our spiritual lives, to not just hear stories and look at things external, but try to be, try to rep, try to understand the minds that they represent. Otherwise, it's just a cartoon or or or, or something very superficial. But what's really the difference between a, a spiritual story and a material story is not necessarily the activities like Radha and Krishna, their sidelong glances, their embraces, this mundane romance. It, it's, it's the consciousness. So one main thing I got is, is uh, and I'm hearing Govardhan, is that it's not just a stone. It's, it, it's, it's something with intention and with consciousness and it's personal. Prabhupada said that Krishna is responsive. The whole idea of bhakti is that in our worship, we're dealing with something personal and therefore can reciprocate in relationship. But the idea with, with Govardhan and the whole Leela of the residents of Rindavan coming under the hill is they were exclusively surrendered to Krishna and he gave them full shelter. And one thing that struck out, you know, when you're listening to a lecture, sometimes there's one point that really struck it. And Borijan said he was speaking to some nurses and the hardest part Okay, we're getting better at it. Uh, so I'm going to see how many minutes I have. I just have to tolerate. But they, they go they go to a... Um, the, the nurse says people look at them. People look at them as that they're a shelter. That, that you know, they'll save them from their disease, you know. And, and they know that that they're, they're that, you know that they they know that they're very very um, limited at that. They're very very limited at that. But the Govardhan Lila means that, and, and that's what Krishna wanted to show is that he is the exclusive shelter, and we are looking for shelter in this world. And look at what's happening. Prabhupada called our, our, our material protective agents so faulty. Just look what's happening in the world. Um, there could be economic collapse, food shortage, um, safety, so many problems. There's so many difficulties. And, and 
we're going to vote for someone who we feel is going to give us shelter, is going to give us protection. But only God can give us full protection. And really, that has to be our faith, and that has to be our that has to be our objective. That has to be our faith. That has to be our objective. To take shelter because they're fallible soldiers. Deha, Patya, Kali, the family, the body, relatives, they're fallible soldiers. And how do we know they're fallible soldiers? And what's the insanity? The Pashati, the Pashati, the Pashati. We, 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 we see, but we don't see. We're, because who has even given shelter to themselves in this present body? A father's died, a father's father's died, everybody's father's died. But we act like it won't happen to us. Prabhupada, when he was in his room and his young disciples, he said, don't think this won't happen to us, you. So it's such a nice leela, and, and Krishna accomplishes, he accomplishes two very beautiful things. The, the crushes the, the pride of his devotee. Voyager made a point. Look what pride, the concept, the desire to be the controller, to be the doer, to be independent of God. And see what happens when we become attached to that conception. Jayato Vishyam Pumso Sengas Sanjayate Kama. When we become attached and it doesn't happen, we become frustrated, angry, and so bewildered. Even when we are devotees, okay. So I got about four minutes and then it goes off. That's what I see here. Um, then, then what happens? Um, it's fallible. And, 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 and Borjad said that Indra is the king of heaven. There's one little village that doesn't recognize one's control. And then there's the, he wants to destroy the village, not destroy the village, kill the cows. And that's, that's in all of us. We see it. The slightest insult. We're ready to go to war. We'll cut off relationships with people. We'll absorb our minds away from Krishna. So Krishna wanted to 
save his devotees, Pritanaya Sadhunam, he saves his devotees. And this Leela says he'll do it in two ways. He'll remove one's pride. And for those who are humble and take shelter, he'll give full protection. He'll give full protection. Okay. Anyway, that was the Leela. Now, um, We're doing this Ramananda Samvad. And Ramananda Roy and, and Lord Chaitanya Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya told Lord Chaitanya, you have to meet this Ramananda Roy. And that was the desire in Lord Chaitanya's heart. And if you're sincere and God hears your heart, then he'll arrange sadhu sangha. You know, I always make that point. We want to find sadhus, we want to find gurus. It, it's, it, it's always consciousness. It's not walking around. It's not going someplace. It's having a sincere desire for truth, and those who represent the truth. Great, everybody's still here. Um, anyway, I was speaking about the transcendental, the transcendental system, that God hears us in the heart. And then if we need people in our lives, Without those people knowing it, he can direct them to us. So what to speak of Lord Chaitanya, who has this mission? Um, Jagannath Priya, can you just come here? It's so much noise there now. Yeah. It's... Um, Yeah, it's, um, so God's within the heart and he makes that arrangement. So what to speak of Lord Chaitanya, he has a desire, his Antaranga Hetu, the internal reason for his descent is that he wants Bhakti at the highest level. And if you want Bhakti at the highest level, you have to have association with people who have bhakti at the highest level. And uh, it's not a coincidence when those people come in your life, they reflect your own sincere desire for what they have. So Ramananda Roy is one of those people. He's recommended by Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya. And somehow he arrives at the same time as Lord Chaitanya. And because... Ramananda Roy is Vishaka in his Sarup city, and Lord Chaitanya is in the mood of Radha. There's immediately this incredible attraction. And this is such an important point in bhakti. This energy of love is, 
the fundamental principle of existence because the fundamental principle of existence is pleasure because if there's a God, he's going to move for, if there's a God, he's going to move for happiness. And happiness is love. And love is that energy, that connection. So he feels that connection. And he's drawn. But when he's drawn, there's, 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 there's a problem. The problem is, is in the social system, the sannyasi doesn't associate with people who are vishayi, who are political rulers, you know, kings or different things like that, because for their service, they have to have the accoutrements of power to inspire the obedience of the citizens. We see that even today in the postmodern world, how people respect the queen of Okay, I'm getting a good system of getting back as quick as possible. But the um, basic principle in, in spiritual life is we're meant to serve, which is a humble position. So that feeling, the basic feeling of service is there is something greater than it. There's something worthy there's something worthy. There's something worthy of my worship. And there's two things that are worthy of our worship. One is something that's opulent and another is something that is sweet and loving. So initially, it's something that's opulent. So the king to invoke the humility of the people so that he can rule them, will it, where he can, he can command their respect is accoutrements of power. Of course, there has to be competence, there has to be productivity, there has to be character. But they're, 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 so, Lord Chaitanya is hesitant, but he's going there. And the same thing, Ramananda Roy is also a little bit reluctant, but he, but he comes over. And this relationship with them is awakened, and they're rolling on the ground, and it's so spontaneous and intimate. And then there's Maha Pandits, because when the king or the magistrate comes, there's so many Brahmins and so many, and they're looking, and they don't understand what's going on. What's going on here? Because Ramananda Roy, there's, there's so many things that, that are, are, are going beyond the social intellectual expectations. Because he's a Mahapandit. Pandits don't act sentimental, but here he's rolling on the floor. And, and in the same sense, he's from a particular caste that the, the sannyasis from the Brahmin caste. So, he, so again, the Lajitani shouldn't be with him. But they're rolling on the ground and then they, they look and they notice people are looking in a very bewildered way. And then this point is very, very essential too.
confidential things are not generally understood out of outside of one's heart and frame of reference. And communication is so important. We want to be understood. We want to move in that way. No one likes to be misunderstood. So they, all of a sudden they realize that no one has a frame, frame of reference for this. How are they going to understand this Prema Bhakti and their frame of reference, their, their Vaidika Brahmins. And how can they understand only that, but that these two personalities, the confidential aspect is that Ramananda Roy is actually Vishaka and Lord Chaitanya is the mood of Radha. How are they going to understand that? So then they decide they'll meet later in a more secluded place where these things can be exchanged. And then they begin glorifying each other because that's the nature of a Vaishnava. A Vaishnava thinks of others before themselves. He wants to serve people. So the nature of the Vaishnava is to put the other person in the center. And here's Lord Chaitanya and they're glorifying each other. And finally they meet. And now Lord Chaitanya Seeing that he has this person of wisdom. We all want to have pe people of wisdom in our life. Why? Because we want to know what to do, because our decisions determine our future. And, and, and wisdom means the application of knowledge. So people have knowledge, and it's realized in a way that they can apply it. And you go to those people because we all want to know what to do. It's so important for us to make the right decision. And what is Dharma? This is my own definition of Dharma, is that we have a myriad of choices to make. But what is the correct choice that's Dharmic, that will elevate our consciousness, that's the right choice? So a, a person wants the choice that will benefit them the most, and sometimes it's excruciating. And it, it, it's, it's so difficult to understand, especially in terms of religious principle. Should I be detached? Should I, should I, should I, should I accept this? Should I reject this? Remember, so, what we can do now is we can have a principle in the class that when it goes out, you can chant and remember something that I spoke. This would be a good principle to kind of get over this way. I, I'm trying another phone for next week. But this is one thing I realized in my own chanting that's very effective, and I'll, I'll share it too, even though it's very confidential. I hope you understand it outside of my own heart and frame of reference, because it's not inattentive chanting. But I gave a kata on Uddhava, but I really perfected it so that basically I could give it in one hour with Russian translation and very deeply. And I was getting it so deeply. And when I was studying these leelas or these pastimes, I really was meditating on 
what they were thinking, because I realized what were they thinking was so devotional that it was something that I would want and that I really have to increase the mental culture, the internal understanding of spiritual life. So, um, I'm getting off track, but I'm going to go there anyway. Um, so, in the next mornings when I was chanting, I briefly thought of the story. Actually, I was going to tell it, so I was thinking in the morning and I was chanting. Not trying to be attentive, just a little something to inspire me, but it would make the name more prominent in my consciousness. And then trying to get into the mind, what they're thinking. Because I knew that those are the kind of thoughts that represent the kind of feelings um, that I want. Anyway, I lost my track, but I'll, I'll come to where we are now. So, yes, okay, so we want people of, of, of wisdom. People who can, we have this myriad of choices. People who know the application of those and can say that this is what you should do or this is how you should find out you should do it. Uh, and this is what improves our lives if we're sincere. It's called mentors. It's essential. It's essential to have that faith that whatever happens to us is God's mercy. But it's also essential to respond properly to the circumstances around us. If we want to get the fruit of realization that those circumstances are giving us. And it's also essential to have Vaishnavas and Brahmins, people who know the Shastra deep enough so that in a particular circumstance, they can understand what principle applies so that you can respond in a way to get the realization that that circumstance is blessing you with. That's how we should see the world. We should see the world as moving to bless us with realization, to bring us to higher levels of consciousness. Because that's the only thing that's going to save us in the world. Money is not going to save us. Relationships are not going to save us. Not Just accumulation of knowledge is not alone not going to save us. What's going to save us is The right choices. Gyanin vairagya, knowledge, knowing what to do, vairagya, the discipline to do it. So, anyway, so Lord Chaitanya is so eager. So, he's going to ask him such a relevant. Yeah, come on in. No problem. Come, come, come. Come, 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 come. Not a problem. such a relevant 
question Lord Chaitanya asked him. He wants to ask him, um, Okay, they went to a secluded place, but he wants Padishloka Sadhyera Nirnoy. I want to know a verse. You please recite a verse that ascertains the aim of life. This is the most important thing. You have to have the right objective. You have to have the right. Okay, I hope you were chanting and remembering something because I'm getting really quick now at getting back. So, you know, a GPS, I, I once heard a son say Guru Parampara system, but now it's, it's, it puts in the direction. Otherwise, all the other moves are useless. So if we don't put in the right direction in our life, all the other moves are absolutely useless. So this question is the basis of Ramananda Sabbat. Can you ascertain the sadhyara in the shloka? I want just to recite a shloka that Nirnoy ascertains. What's the sadhya? What is the objective? What is the aim of life? So he says, well, executing your duties according to Varnashram. This is what he says, because it awakens our Krishna consciousness. Because what's the whole purpose of our social and occupational duties? They're the activities we should do to elevate our consciousness. Right? There's, a, there's a way to be married. There's a way to be a brahmachari. There's a way to be a, a sannyasi. There's a way to be a businessman. There's a way to be a teacher. So if we do these duties properly, it, it, and the Bhagavad Gita is certainly to a great extent, based on that, at least the foundational principles. And then he quotes a verse. Vanastrama charavata purushena para puman vishnur rajate panta nanya tato supreme. This is from the Vishnu Purana. The Supreme Personality of God and Lord Vishnu is worshipped. By the proper execution of prescribed duties in the system of Vana and Ashram, there is no other way to satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead. One must be situated in the institution of the Vanas and Ashram. Chatur, Gita says, Chatur Vanya Maya Shrishtam Guna Karma Vibhagasa. I've created this Chatur Vanya, these four, these four social orders, these four occupational orders. Is, is it so nice when someone's a proper grihasta, is a proper sannyasi, a proper brahmachari? A proper teacher, a proper leader. It's so elevating. But 
Lord Chaitanya says, Prabhupada eho bhaya, age kahi ara. This is external. I want something more. See, he wants the topmost thing. This is certainly a relevant instruction for most people in, in society. But it's not the topmost thing, because it's external. It's external to what? The soul. Because what is the soul? The soul is consciousness, which reaches its fruition in love and devotion. And Van Ashram deals with our satisfying, purifying, but satisfying our material impulses. So there's something there that's external to the soul. So it's not the topmost shloka. It's certainly relevant for most people. It's certainly a good instruction to society, but it's, it's external to the soul. It's external to the soul. Naham vipro chanara patir vaishnava I'm I'm not this, I'm not this, I'm not this, and we're not any of these things. I was listening to a tape of Prabhupada this morning where he gives this brilliant analysis of the verse, the heno smin yatadehe komaranyovanam jara, the tade hantara praptir as the embodied soul moves from childhood to birth to old age, similarly at the time of death, they accept another nature. Prabhupada said, it's like getting an apartment. Why one person has a low apartment, another person has a better apartment? Because they can afford it. <laughs> they can afford the apartment. And then if you can't afford the apartment, then the next apartment you get, you get kicked out, you go to another apartment. It's the same person in different apartments. And why are they different? According to the person's ability to afford it. So the same sense, we get different bodies that we've earned, but they're not permanent. And if we can afford a better apartment then in our next life, which means we have more Sukriti, then in our next life, we get a better apartment. Or if we, or if we abuse our position, then we get a lower position. Okay, at least I'm getting expert at getting back on pretty quickly. Um, so it's external to the soul. It's external to the soul because it deals with material impulses. So it's not the Pada Sajera Shloka. It's not the verse that's the ultimate aim. So Ramananda Roy says, Krishna Kamarpana Sarva Sar. He said, Lord, this is external. You'd better tell me some other means. So Ramananda Roy says, to offer the results of one activities to Krishna is the essence of all perfection. And then he quotes from the Gita. Yakaroshi, Rasnasi, Yajahosi, Dadasya. Yet the Pasyasi Kontea, Tad Kurushra, Mardarpana. 
Ramananda Roy continued, my dear son of Kunti, whatever you do, whatever you eat, whatever you offer and sacrifice, whatever you give in charity and whatever austerities you perform, all the results of such activities should be offered to meet Krishna, the Supreme Person of God in. So that's very beautiful. Just don't do your duties. It's nice to be a perfect Krihasta. It's nice to, you know, follow the brahmachari things and do these things. This is something high. And not only do them, you offer the results to Krishna. So very interesting what's said to this. Ehovaya, Ageka, this is external. Because it's still not dealing completely with the soul. Because whatever you're doing, you're doing because of the body and you're responding to the body. But you're giving the results to Krishna. That, that's wonderful. Karma yoga is wonderful. The reason why karma yoga is wonderful is because spiritual consciousness means to see that everything is God's. And material consciousness means to see things separate from God for your own control and enjoyment. So how do you go from one consciousness to another? Well, you're, you're, you're acting on that platform of I'm doing this because I have a body and I have a nature. But then when you give the results to Krishna, you begin to see the world as Krishna's. So, so it starts to purify your consciousness. That's why we should give in charity because it purifies our consciousness. That's why we should give the results to Krishna. So then he goes even a little bit high. He says, then he says, Swadharma Tyag. And then what verse he quotes is Sarva Dharma Purityaja. Ma make up. Both masters. Give up all your dharma. Surrender to me. He's going to say that's external. And why is that external? Because renunciation is external to the soul. Renunciation is also not spiritual. It's also dealing just with the body. Dedication is spiritual. Renunciation is still material. So even that's external. Anyway, I'm working on this. And um, we'll stop at least here. The, the class starts earlier on Wednesdays. I just... I, I messed up too because I wasn't there. Uh, anyway, thank you all for coming despite the trouble. So we'll always have this thing. If it goes out, I'll get the system of getting it back on quickly. You can just pause and chant and meditate on something I said. Um, would anyone like to say hello? Hi, Krishna Jai. Hi, bro. Hi, bro. Thanks for class. It, you know, the whole, it's interesting, just the whole stop and start nature of class just reminds me to remember to be grateful that we've gotten so like, oh, I just press Zoom and it's all so easy, but it's giving me the mood of austerity of having to work to listen to class. So I'm really rather liking it. It's like, it's not just, oh, it's so technical, easy to do it. 
So I'm really appreciating that. And I'm really appreciating your definition of, of Dharma, that, that we have a myriad of choices, but Dharma is the ability to make the right choice. I, I've always really loved that definition. So thank you, Maharaj. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Thank you very, very much. So important. Thank you greatly. It just it, it registers here. I wanted to. Okay, I wrote. I, I have to. I'll be back one minute. One minute. Okay. Anybody else? Say hello. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Yeah, I really appreciate your also struggling with this situation, and I love your definition of wisdom. You know, the application of knowledge, the proper application of knowledge so that we respond to Krishna's mercy that comes in the form of our experiences so that we can gain realizations that take us closer to him. It was really nice. Thanks, thanks. You know, your daughter has been contacting me. She wants to see me so much, but we haven't been able to coordinate it. Oh, I hope it will happen, Maharaj. What a nice mood she has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, Tota Gopinath here. Happy Govardhan Puja. Thanks, Tota. Hare Bo. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. This I'm is... Nitya Kishori. Hi, bro. Congratulations. What a <laughs> Thank beautiful you. name. Thank you so much. I, I, I just um, do great class. I, although I was uh, late half time around uh, because uh, I was taking Bhagavad Center's uh, Bhagavatam class and they had also technical problem. And then I, I appreciate your um, not being disturbed with anything that happens and uh, um, it, you know, you make it still spiritualized and, and uh, I appreciate it that. Thank you. And then thank you thank for you. all your teachings uh, thus far. Thank you. Thank you so much. Great. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Thank you very much. Yavad Sundari here. Oh, Haribo. Yavad Sundari. Haribo. Yeah, Good. Thank you your, very much. Your daughter and Sadeshri and Satya will come soon. Okay, Harry Bo. Yes, yes, thank you. Yeah, they are going to see you. That's very good. Thank you. Hi, Bo. Anybody else? Thanks for the class. Who's this? Who is this? Eric. Looking forward to seeing you soon. Okay. Hi, Bob. Anybody else? Hey, Krishna Gamaraj. This is Lal Govinda. Thank you for class. Happy to go for hey. food. Hey, Lal. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. Anybody else? 
Okay, we'll end.